Hey family, thank you for following and trusting the path that led you here. This is Flow Space, Conscious Conversations with J&D. I'm Jerrica. And I'm Deandra. Our discussions will be led by intuition and spirit as we continue to evolve and learn about what it means to live an earthly human experience. Curious to the concept that you were mentioning how God is money. Mm-hmm. Like, why did you say that? Or what were you thinking, you know? Because, and the word God can be replaced with creation, universe, divinity. Synchronistic moments. Yeah, it can be. Coincidences. Exactly. It can be replaced with, like, magic. Yeah. Unseen forces that play all day long to create our lives. Um, But the human can do something or think that they're going to do something when in reality it's not part of your frequency or your timeline or your path and then you know the unforeseen unseen energies remove these things from your field because they were never intended to be there so i love that i love that so much i wasn't thinking of that when you had said it that's Mm -hmm. why i was really curious to see where you were coming from um, but I feel that's so relevant because that happened recently again, too, with something else. I don't remember. But um, just to elaborate a little bit on why this is even coming to mind is how things can be set out to be set in stone and they're not. And sometimes there can be a little resistance on our part or whoever's part. And it can come from a deeper knowing that this isn't in resonance, even though I had maybe agreed to it in the moment, in the heat of a moment, and trusting what is in resonance to always rebalance the frequency and what's in our in our field, regardless of what was agreed upon that may have not been true to us. Yeah, absolutely, and I think that that's um, part of when people say, you know, really lean in the trust and the surrendering it's because of moments like that because as much as you might want to control or dictate or schedule or plan the happenings of your life you really never know and stuff comes up always um and sometimes it can be seen as a coincidence or you know like you hear many stories like somebody was gonna go to the store and um instead like their cat messed something up so now they had to clean up the mess and then five minutes later there was a huge car accident outside it's like oh it could have been you know a prevention for keeping that person safe because it's not their time or whatever it can be like it can be something so small it can be something so grand yeah and it actually happened right before meeting up with you today i went to the supermarket and I was creating a salad for dinner and I was going to be maybe like five minutes late to meet up with you. And then after I'd finished the salad, I was going to message you saying that. But then I had seen that you had said that you stepped out. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't even necessary to mention. And it's it's a highlight of how that concept can show up in a very small and significant moment and how there's no reason to ever worry um, because like it's always working out for our um, it's always working out best case scenario if yeah. we allow it to. And I think it also ties into the concept of what we were speaking about earlier in terms of like when you make decisions or you let go of the aspect of control and then 
you do work on yourself so that you're raising your frequency, your own vibration, and you're more aligned on your path than other things in the outer world, whether it's like stuff that you want to be doing or not, it'll then be reflected back to you in that way as well. Yeah, it's so freaking cool. I love how that works because it's really magic, like being in this dance with the universe and allowing it to respond to the intentions that we're putting out and knowing that we'll be met with that same energy and creating life from that perspective is very empowering. Mm -hmm. And it really helps us step into the creator standpoint of our life and take ownership for the experiences that we encounter and know that it's all serving our highest good as long as we maintain, well, it's always serving our highest good regardless, Mm -hmm. but we have more control over our circumstances the more that we let go, which seems like an oxymoron. Yeah, because what you were just sharing, what kept coming to mind was like, imagine (laughs) when you become even more intentional with your life and then on the flip side, it's like, okay, yeah, you can be very intentional, but then that can like spill over into control where now you're not trusting and surrendering. And then when you take that leap and trust and surrender, so much more magic comes. So it's like, what is the balance between those two things where you're being intentional, you're working towards your goals or what you desire But then also you're letting the universe unfold and create your your path and your uh, your, life in its highest form, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, what comes to mind is having the sense of what we would like to achieve, what it it would feel like, what it would kind of look like, where we would be, um, but then trusting in what the steps are will be like as it unfolds and not very having no (laughs) that was funny okay no because I get it but then I don't because of all of the instances where someone is working towards something that they think is what they want to be working towards and then they have this great awakening and realize that it's not what they wanted, and then the universe provides them something in the complete opposite direction. So it's like, how do you ever really know or have a sense of what you want? And it's really like one of those deep life questions. Yeah, it is, because now it makes me wonder, is it necessary to even have specific intentions in mind for what we would like in our life? You know, is it is it more <laughs> abstract than that? Just wanting to have like contentment and peace, regardless of what that looks like, and trusting in whatever that's supposed to look like to unfold in the way that's most desirable for our highest path. Okay, I think. Do you think? Okay. Yeah, like no, it's like what's coming in slowly, <laughs> but it's so it's not a matter of having or not having a desire but really doing the work with the self and it's like if you're raised this way great you don't have work to do like to undo and redo but getting closer to the self and the more you eliminate distractions and illusions 
the more clarity comes in your way of being. So it's not a matter of you having to have these wants or desires, but more so the connection is so strong that things are unfolding in a path Mm -hmm. that's divinely guided. So it's like, yeah, you can have these desires and you can have these wants, but that still feels like a human thing Mm -hmm. um, because I feel that the soul truly is going to go towards what the soul is here to do. Ooh, I love that. It's true because it feels like our desires are limited to the scope of our imagination and what our soul is here to do sometimes go beyond what we can imagine for ourselves. Yeah, and I feel that also desires can be um, tied to the ego and not, again, like when you mention ego, it's not to say like that the ego is bad or good. It's neither. But um, desires can be tied to that. The ego, yeah, the personality, the things of this earthly realm where the soul goes so much further than that. It reminds me, it's really interesting because it came to mind earlier today how different um, our reality is right now than what I once had envisioned this time and space to look like right now. (laughs) You know, we were going to have things in the physical, you know, we had plans to have a shop and all those things. It's like, wow, that's such a big one. And I feel like a great example to this entire topic that we're discussing because, I feel more sure of whatever is unfolding, even though I don't really know what is or how it's going to look like, more sure of that than the earthly desires that I had for flow space and for myself and where I wanted to be now. I could have never imagined myself to be where I am now, but I'm so grateful to have surrendered enough to allow the moment to be what it is now. Yeah, and that ties into the desires (laughs) Um, being tied into like the ego and the earthly experience because having a shop like that was one of my dreams you know as well I could be so attached to it that Mm -hmm. I really wanted it to be a thing Um, but it's just it wasn't in the cards because when we got true when we got like honest with the self and when we had those discussions about the future of the shop and all of these things um it was revealed to us that it wasn't like I remember the card that we pulled on my dad's birthday, um, which I think like it was such a good idea that you had. It was such a message from spirit. It wasn't my idea. I was the messenger. (laughs) Yeah. You know, like, but it came through and the card was about a tall tale. And that was right in the middle of us. Um, like going through the process of signing the lease and all that for our physical space, our shop. And it was like, okay, like, what is the tall tale? You know, like, give it to me raw. Mm -hmm. Let me like really get clear. And so many things that were rooted in deep illusion and falsehood, even though they felt so true, they felt like they felt like the path. They felt nobody could tell me anything other than that. Yeah. And it was like, through that, like really getting real with each other, with the self, we came to realize like maybe this was something of the human ego. It was like constructs upon constructs and like matrix upon matrix and all kinds of things like trying to prove something that we don't have to prove, you know, like it was so much that was rooted in not truth, even though it felt so true to us because we were blinded. Yeah. 
And it speaks to how deep the illusions can go because mm -hmm. they can convince us of something that isn't true. And we yeah. can argue that it's so true that it's what we're supposed to be doing here. Mm -hmm. And knowing what I know now, which is not much, you know, in this journey of life, but having... <laughs> Having the slight certainty that I have now that I didn't have then, I feel so much more connected to the truth. And it's such a different feeling than the truth that I thought was real that wasn't about mm -hmm. the shop and about the dreams that we had for Flow Space. Um, and it really takes showing up and willing to do the work that can be super uncomfortable and can feel like entire worlds are shattering and to desire to do that because of the soul knowing deep within, like we're here to do something, even mm -hmm. though we may not know exactly what it's supposed to look like, but still showing up to have the discussions like, okay, we, what don't we know? What do we know? And finding like land to land on, you know, like to put our feet on and to say, okay, like we're still going to show up for what inspires us and what we feel has the most ease and depth to it once all the illusions are addressed, you know, that allowed us to get to where we are now, which is, I don't even know where, but somewhere closer than where we once were to where we're, so we're going. Think because oh, my when, God. You, <laughs> when you said about um oh my like the question of what we do know what we don't know it's never what we do know it's what we think we know and i think like when you start um analyzing or like you know processing things from that standpoint it's like okay what is it that i think i know because as soon as you think you know something i'm gonna let you know right now you don't know it you know <laughs> the furthest away from the, the yeah. truth it's like when something feels so like, yes, I do know this. And that Concrete. ego, mm -hmm. that's 100% ego speaking. Uh, maybe not always. So I shouldn't say 100%. But I feel more often than not, that's the ego. And that's where there's so much room to explore. Um, but also in terms of what you were saying, you had said a couple of things that I was like, oh, definitely. Um, with what we thought we wanted the soul had this intention, right? And the intention was pure. Like, okay, let's pursue this life mission. Whatever that is, you know, it can be different for every single person. It is different for every person. Um, but the way to get there can, we might think like, okay, we're going to do it by taking X, Y, Z steps. That's another instance where it's like, okay, you can plan things out and have these goals that you work towards. And what I'm saying isn't applicable to everybody. You know, like it's, what happened with us we thought we were going to take these steps but then at the end of the day that was a form of control taking us further away from our goal so it's like being very diligent and aware of anything that can surface that can then distract you even though you're on pursuit of this one goal it's like other things are surfacing and diverting you taking you further from the path and it reminds me of the book the alchemist um with solomon the king how the king appears like when you're this close to getting you know what it is that you want to achieve the king appears and it's an ultimate test like do you really want to go for it or are you going to be distracted and i feel that that's part of the journey of life and that happens so many times yeah. over and over yeah what really came to mind as you were speaking is the illusion of safety and security that 
um, we all carry to some degree that a lot of our society is based upon. That is such a deep illusion because that's unreal. You know, it doesn't exist. Yeah. (laughs) Because you say that and I could get like, I could go there, you know, like we're basing, we're basing a lot of our security around money which is a concept one we no longer have like gold blocks backing up the money it was just paper not even that forget that think about the digital world oh so like in a matter of one second your bank account can go into zero 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 you know like all credit card debt are these numbers that exist that aren't real so like i could go there but we're not going to do that right now um no I mean speak whatever it is that you feel you know if it comes to mind it's share just it. to say like what a what an illusion it is mm-hmm. you know like that concept that our safety we're told our safety is dependent on is so fake yeah and then also what you were just saying about um like society showing us the way a lot of times like we might have this goal in mind and the only examples around us are doing things a certain way. So then we, you know, like we just follow Mm -hmm. and try to do things in that same way when that's part of like the issue or the challenge to work around. Like our souls might not be intended to do things the way that they're being done, but rather create new paths and start doing things in a new way. Yeah. And that was part of our journey to um, discovering that the shop wasn't for us, Mm -hmm. at least not at this time, because the ways that we desire to show up in the world that we feel the calling deeply in our soul has only been done in a certain way. And we felt like this was part of the ways to be able to offer whatever it is that we want to offer and share with others. And that's not the only way to do anything. And I think that's a great reminder that there's no one way of, of doing anything and there's great courage and bravery that comes with paving the way um, our, our unique paths ourselves and that comes from deep trust and deep connection to the higher powers yeah and it ties back into that episode the best is yet to come about why it's so important to honor ourselves in our unique authenticity as opposed um, to being influenced and then just repeating things that are constantly already being done yeah you know like You can't tell me with how vast this universe is that every idea has already been thought of Mm -hmm. or that every invention has already been birthed. You know, like there's no way the universe is constantly expanding. Our consciousness is constantly expanding. And then all we have to do is follow that so that that can manifest in the physical and even in the spiritual, you know, it can manifest all around. And that's how together as a collective and a society, we continue going up. And that's how we deconstruct all of these illusion-based matrices that our society is based upon right now. And that's how we can be free. Thank you for listening. Continue flowing in your own space by simply being. If this resonated with you and you feel called, please be sure to follow us, like, and share. Until next time, wherever you go, give yourself space space to to flow. I'm realizing more and more that we are on the path of freedom and I pray and trust that if our if 
if in our lifetime or in the lifetime after us that people are freer than they could have ever imagined for themselves. And this conversation alone gives me the fuel that I need to continue because of the reward that I've already experienced in my life and that I trust will continue to unfold. <laughs> As if you had a reflection. <laughs> no, that's not a mind. whole message. I got nothing to say. Wow. No, because it reminds me of a conversation I was having with people close to us. And we were talking about politics. Like they were telling me about a story that they were a part of in a conversation with other people. Uh-huh. And they were talking about politics and like this side, Republican, Democrat, all these things. And oh, but we need money to survive. And you know, it's either this side or that side. There's no like middle ground. And you had chimed in, actually. I don't know what you had said, but it was revolving around, like, the freedom of all beings. And through that freedom, all of these constructs and all of these false illusions of security are quickly dismantled because we have mm-hmm. one another. We all have such unique expressions and unique things to offer the world that the more that we come together by unifying ourselves with the oneness that lives within and continuing the work to pave the way forward in living our unique paths each one of us the more free we'll become and the more harmony there'll be the more health there'll be the more joy all of it and I've never felt so so close to that reality than I do now you know like not so long ago I felt like that was such a dream of mine but it felt out of reach now it feels tangible it feels like it's on its way what shifted for you or like can you pinpoint when it shifted or what you did to have to like allow it to shift where you were aware of it um the first thing that came to mind when you asked that is the love the capacity of love that I feel now is new to me at this capacity I'm sure it was present as a child but at this level of magnitude that I've experienced it as an adult Um, I feel like it's so powerful and unifying. It's the strongest force that we all have within us. And tapping back into that makes me a believer of all that is possible and all that we desire. But how, you know, like, did you just wake up one day and the next day you have, you know, like, how? What's the actual process? That's something to deeply ponder. Hmm. I know when I really noticed it as more of my everyday reality was after one of the sound bath events that we had, the most recent one that we did. And during the sound bath, I wanted to cry from such a connection to everyone that I felt like I had such love in my heart for all people. And it was it was something like people who are religious, you know, or follow the Catholic religion can call it like catching the Holy Ghost. But it was like that kind of vibe that I felt. And it carried forward later in that day. I think it was that same day that I ended up saying something to two people that we were here with. And I was like almost brought to tears. Then the other person who I was telling the message to was crying. Was about to. You're about to cry. Remember recently? 
That was like the most recent one. I can't tell you. I feel like it's life's journey, you know, arriving yeah, but here. Like if, of course, I think of it like if somebody was listening to this and was like, yeah, okay, how do I get there? Yeah. Like how does someone get there? I think continue, like don't fold under the pressures that we can be experiencing in any moment and knowing that there's light at the end of the tunnel. Because it is only through surfing through the darkness that I have been able to find the light. And I'm sure I'll continue that journey as all of us, you know? Yeah. I'm having a high moment now, but. Because I think what it is, is it's not a matter of like connecting to something new. It's remembering and connecting back to the essence that we are made of, you know, that everything is made of. Um, And I think it is like, it is just part of the journey, like getting clear with the self whether that means meditation like I know you have your daily practices that help you stay connected so it's a matter of that like maybe it it could be waking up one day to the next and just having a total different mindset but it's something that has to be tended to yeah I'm glad you brought that up because that is like the tangible thing that I do to maintain the connection that I have and to grow it is meditation um connecting to the elements connecting to nature um going out in nature, drinking tea, connecting to the herbs that I'm drinking, connecting to the water that I'm drinking, um, to the animals, to people. And it's definitely a remembrance. It's not something new. Um, It's something that we were born on this planet with, I believe. And I feel on a collective level, we're on our, we are all on our way there. Because if I'm experiencing it, then everyone is at some capacity. I, I trust in that. And I feel ultimately that's what we're here to do. You know, we get dropped off here on planet Earth. You know, most of us may forget. Some remember, you know, as we're seeing now with kids these days, like they're so much more in tune and connected than I can say I was at that age. Yeah, even like the person, the guest that we had on our podcast that identifies as a hybrid human. Exactly. Yael Green. Exactly. Who remembers and they're in their 50s now and they still remember like they never lost that connection to where they came from or to like the love that's present within and the more that we do that and we return to that remembrance the easier we flow and ultimately do what we're here to do which i feel like is collectively all to help one another arrive to the truth that we all deeply know within by dismantling the illusions that keep us disconnected and bridging the divide and returning to love and oneness. And as we grow our consciousness individually, the consciousness of the planet grows because we're all connected. The plants, the animals, the water, the earth, the fire, the people. See, I think it's the other way around because I don't think, I think the earth is so powerful that the earth's consciousness is already I feel that. You know, we're not contributing to the Earth's consciousness. I think a lot of, and that's another point. A lot of people, like, are always saying, like, oh, we're going to raise the planet's vibration. It's like, no way. Or, like, we're going to save the Earth. And it's like, no way. The Earth is going (laughs) to save us, you know? We're just matching, if Mm -hmm. anything, the vibration or the consciousness of the Earth because the Earth is such a powerful being in itself. That is very true. I'm glad you brought that forward. Yeah, really good point to make. 
But that's exactly what it is. I, I resonate a lot with that concept. Like, we're not here to save the earth because we're here for a blink of an eye. The earth can quickly wipe us all out and save itself. You yeah, know? We, as it's done time and time again, you know. Exactly. Yeah, it's shifting that perspective that is very, like, egocentric and is very, like, I. And it's changing that to the we concept. Yeah, being connected to the earth and all of that. Yeah. Thank you.